This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in on a Monday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Jeez, we've done a lot of these since the beginning of the season, Jake, but I don't know if one has quite felt like today's after the Broncos, I mean dominating victory total domination over the chargers yesterday for second place in the division setting up um sunday night football in kansas city with first place in the afc west on the line um here at the end of the week uh i can't believe it a little bit you at the game jake and i was at the game um that place was on fire the fans delivered why wouldn't they i mean the chiefs are the Chargers travel like crap, so um, I don't think there was, you know, maybe a, a dozen Chargers fans in the building. And I saw a few of them, there was and they few, were sad because yeah, yeah. they suck. <laughs> um, damn, it's, I'm just, I, I have to say, I'm a bit surprised by the way that the Broncos went out there. You know, that was that um, Cowboys game plan, again, ac- executed kind of to perfection. Um, run was, the ball. Oh, man, well, run the ball successfully. And then um, Teddy puts it all together. Yeah, man. Let Teddy orchestrate it. Teddy barely threw 130 yards passing. If he barely threw the ball 18 times, completed 11 of them. But I thought Teddy was great. Fantastic. I thought the passing touchdown he had was a big one. The rushing touchdown he had when he turned the corner there and scored Ooh, one was a big one. That electrified the entire audience. And no doubt about kind of set the Broncos up for success throughout the rest of the game. It did, man. Um, other than Drew Locke going in there and trying to lose the game for the Broncos. I mean, again, and I'll tell you, man. So I was uh, fueled by White Claws um, at the game yesterday. But after Drew Locke threw that pick, I looked at everybody behind me. I looked in their eyes next to me, around me, as I'm sitting way up in these notes, please, yesterday. And he said, has anybody else have anything to say about Drew Locke? I had seen enough. And tell me, is there any Drew Locke supporters out there right now? Please tell me. Please tell me. I have to know. And, you know, not a peep. Stand up now. Well, again, I look like a dickhead to say it, but I was so freaking pissed at the moment because it felt like, Jake, um, one of these games the Broncos were going to maybe find a way to give away in the second half, which um, if they didn't went into the half 14-0, to um, there wouldn't have been really a blemish on what otherwise was a spectacular day. Mm -hmm. Um, The 28 points, check, mission accomplished. The 14 points was really like seven – um, it gifted them that touchdown start, right before the half. You're right, but it's now just the Eagles. Um, the Eagles played the Broncos great. The Broncos played the Cowboys great. The Broncos just played the Chargers great. I think they're getting things figured out. The Broncos are learning how to win, win with what they have, um, and be successful by running the ball Having Teddy be the compliment and having the defense be great, no secret. I don't know why we weren't doing that earlier in the season. And in the end, Jake, I couldn't be looking forward to Sunday anymore. I know I'm riding a high right now, and as we get closer to the end of the week, I'm going to become a little uh, nervous and because I'm going to want it really bad. Yeah. And all things considered, 
all things considered, Jake, to be here at this place, at this point right now, seeing what the Bills kind of have stumbled their way to becoming, seeing how the Steelers are fading away, um, seeing how the Browns, who some guys, mm-hmm. um, you know, pick to be great, aren't living up to their billing. <laughs> uh, we, just, let's you know, not talk about no, that. Okay? No, no, no. I mean, you, <laughs> you could throw a lot of my mistakes in my face, too. I don't mean to do it. I'm just saying, man, like the Broncos are here now. They're here now. And um, it feels good to be playing meaningful, worthy football um, week 13, Sunday night football, the biggest game of the week, national, in front of the national audience. You know what's going to happen, Jake, in one of these two Chargers, uh, Steelers, um, sorry, Chiefs games? The Broncos are going to play them tough, tough, tough. Yeah. That's going to be a one-possession, one-score game. The other game, the Broncos get blown out. This feels like probably logically the Broncos, who Andy Reid, there's not a better coach in the history of the NFL who has a, a better winning record. Um, coming off a bye than Andy Reid. I mean, even better than Belichick. He's yeah. um, he's masterful when it comes to the two weeks of preparation for going out there and just delivering your on your offense and having your defense ready to go too. But uh, um, those were different players, different teams, different eras, uh, different uh, circumstances. Totally different. So, so uh, while those things mean something, you know, those things really kind of do mean something. They also mean nothing, too, and can mean nothing with the Broncos finding a way to go in there, just play this game close, run the ball, um, and uh, wear down that defense, keep Patrick Mahomes uh, to about 11 possessions and not 14 or 15 possessions, um, 10, you know, 10 or 11 possessions in the game, make it tough on them, force field goals, go make this a 27-24, 26-24 game that could, again, uh, go in either direction. You know, That's what we're hoping for. I can tell already that you're excited for this Chiefs game because it's Monday and we're already talking about the Chiefs game uh, right it. now because that, that's how you know that's how you know Broncos really country is, is excited for this game and they're up for the challenge of taking on the Chiefs well no one's better at pacing themselves than us we got right. a full week of podcasts to do we like to spread it out we don't like to leave any you know got anything out there we like to get it all in all but, the trimmings um it is so it's what's you know that's the feels we have right now man it's awesome to be um a part of this um that we're, we're buzzing right now a little bit uh got all the feels right now well, and, you're talking about the feel and especially after you know the Thanksgiving weekend you know family food totally football and then to cap it all off with that big win against the Chargers that that could catapult the Broncos you know from you know a 500 team now they're above 500 and to now a playoff team the rest of the way meaning playoff like football even if they only kind of find a way to win nine games and just miss the playoffs right that'll be again going um nine and eight playing in a division that was really really tough even with the what the Raiders have kind of become a little bit um Man, I don't want to look. I'm not going to start predicting stuff or look too far in the future or say, "Well, now we're going to win nine games and we'll all be happy." So there, you know, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like you can't can't quite do that. I want to ride the high from the victory a little bit longer and carry that into tomorrow. Uh, Drew Locke made me so freaking angry. Um, if anyone out there again is just like that's that's who and what that guy is. 
that is who that guy is. I'm over it. I hope to never see him on the field ever again for the Denver Broncos. Uh, again, we see played in two games this year already of our 11 games. I'd say mathematics, you know, would tell me probability charts would tell me that uh, Teddy gets, you know, dinged in one more of these games down the stretch, and we probably see Drew Locke a little bit again. Yeah. So uh, while I might be done with Drew Locke, and you guys might want to be done with Drew Locke, I don't know if we're quite uh, ridding ourselves of Drew Locke quite yet. Super pissed about um, the dumbass bozo play, couple plays he made yesterday, um, and uh, otherwise uh, brilliant performance by the Broncos from the secondary, who it just felt like it didn't like I was telling you it didn't feel like Chubb and Vaughn out there just destroying the the offensive line. It was because. You know, Herbert, who's an athlete, will get out and scramble around while, while keep looking, while continue to look down the field. He had a little bit of time because he his athleticism bought him time. Right. But there was still what, you know, we would be called a bunch of coverage sacks mm -hmm. because that secondary um, was playing great ball. They didn't leave anything out there. And Justin Herbert had nowhere to go with the ball, um, playing against an offense that is really, really dangerous, really yeah. super dangerous. So um, that was, again, like a Cowboys-like complete effort. And those are the kind of efforts that it takes to um, win big games. We've seen Teddy throw the ball 40 times. That's not what we want. We don't want that. Okay, Teddy threw the ball 18 times this game, and they won the ball. Uh, they won this game. They dominated. They, it was a convincing, dominant victory. So, um, so heroes of the game. I'm going to say on the offensive side of the ball, it's got to be Javante. Javante with that 42-yard reception, tiptoeing down the sideline and cutting it back into the field, putting them in prime position to score the touchdown, and then he just takes it in himself uh, right after that. And uh, let me give you one. Champ might be the greatest corner, um, oh. a top five corner in NFL history. Okay, oh. Champ. Okay, oh. I saw shades of Champ and Patrick Sertan yesterday. Um, I don't know, man. Big boy football for Sertan. Uh, I think he's taking that step of I'm not a, um, a rookie anymore. Mm -hmm. Also, he's been forced into positions to have to play a little bit more, and um, was great yesterday. Um, that pick six. When he when he intercepted the ball, when it went off of what was Eckler's hands, uh -huh. and then it right into <laughs> Sertan, everybody knew it was a pick six. Uh -huh. You know, there was nobody. There was only no green doubt. grass in front of him. No doubt. And he took it to the house. That place erupted, and that was his uh, not his coming out party. Maybe but, sure, but maybe like you said, it's him telling everybody are, that he's no um, longer a rookie. You know, ball hawks. And, like, magnets for the ball, just find the ball. Like, Palomalo just used to always just find the ball. Um, Sertan from what? It was, like, the first preseason game had a pick, big pick. Was it yeah. about even a pick it, six? Pick six on the first preseason so, game. So, I mean, that guy, some guys just are gravid, you know, live up to the big moments, um, seem like they got something extra, something special. Sertan has all that, man. He's got that kind of stuff. So, um, halftime of the Broncos Blitz podcast here. DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, um, has a tweak on a promo that we've been running here for you guys. Basically, you will bet $1 on any NFL team, okay, uh, to score any points. You just bet on any team on any weekend, on any game, and you get $100 in free bets. It's that simple. Very simple. 
uh, bet a game, bet a dollar on it, uh, deposit yourself 10 bucks. Um, DraftKings going to hook you up with $100 in free bets to do whatever you want with. That one is awesome. I'd love this hookup. DraftKings customers get uh, in on the action with these same game parlays too. Um, combine multiple bets from the same game for a huge payout. The more legs you add, the more bets you add into your parlay, obviously the more that you will win. DraftKings safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you could deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Uh, download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHSBet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling prom call 1-800-522-4700. Tommy. Um, okay, what else? Um, some more from the game itself. Um, let's see here, man. Um, Teddy leaving the game and the comeback. I mean, Teddy coming back was the ultimate difference in them winning the game and regaining control of the game in the second half, which the Broncos in the third quarter are great. They've been really good this whole season in the third quarter. Um, it was a strong first quarter and a strong fourth quarter. They started fast and they finished strong. The second and third quarter, it was kind of just nothing. You know, there were there was not a lot going on. There were, a, but also the Chargers couldn't get anything done either. Right, and yeah. then and once you have that lead, once you execute your game plan, then it comes into how do we maintain the lead? Again, we don't have the offense to go. Let's put our foot on the gas and go bury them. You know. 30 to 13 type of again, America actually kind of wanted to end up like that, but that's not in the style of play that, you know, um, Fangio wants to operate in. So that lead is about maintaining that lead, not letting it go. Uh, clock management that at, at that point, running the ball, uh, doing enough defensively. And that's, you know, that's the game plan. That was the game plan. So a great effort by a team that I think the Chargers, I said they're like the Vikings. They might be like the Steelers. It might be like the Browns. Right there, middle tier, fighting, fledgling, you know, uh, put it together and could be a great team. Mm-hmm. Um, very dangerous, but also uh, missing something, missing something. So right. to beat a team like that, that you know has a lot going for themselves, they're on the come up. It's a division rivalry. Um, had to have it at home. Haven't been as, you know, as good at home as you would have thought that they were Broncos have been this season. Uh, great victory. Truly a great victory. Um, one to be proud of. Um, that's a resume win. You know, you put that up there on the resume. Um, the Broncos resume is getting stronger. It's more impressive now with that victory. Um, with the Cowboys victory. Um I think that there's no shame in the loss to the Ravens with no Teddy Bridgewater. No. Um, you got the Steelers at their best, that little stretch of season there, and you almost came back stealing that game after having a total poop first quarter and almost tying and coming back and winning that game. You lose to the Browns by only three points. That was the worst loss of the season. No, the Raiders' loss was the worst loss of the season because you got your ass kicked. The yeah. it was the, if you mean like the worst loss in a winnable game, yeah. Then yeah, because they could have and nope should have. That's a should have won that game. They were never they showed up for the Raiders, and, and they, that happens. It happens. You know that that wasn't who and what they really are because they bounced back from that incredibly. Again, we'll look at the, what they've done the last few weeks. So um, and then they should the bet against the Eagles, but you know that. 
that you the got Eagles a hot were on, Eagles, though. They were on fire. You got a hot Eagles team that, um, again, a high-powered offense is, um, is I think, what will well, any team has to, has to stop the high-powered offense. Um, they did that against the Phillies like uh, the Chargers in a sense of so dangerous. The quarterback so dangerous can do so many things. They might have got right and fixed what went wrong against Philly, against the Chargers, allowing them to beat the Chargers. Right. And also um, during the stretches of that Chargers game, there was just two or three monumental, incredible plays that Jalen Hurts made that you couldn't really defend and stop that ended up being the difference in the separation, the gap between you know them and the Eagles. So it's never going to be perfect. Right. The Bills scored nine points and lost, or I'm sorry, six, six points and lost to the Jaguars. Tell me a worse situation and a worse loss than that for any team this season. That's the worst and loss. And, you know, we like the Bills quite a bit. So um, it's what it is. The resume, the body of work for the Broncos, now more impressive. Not too shabby. No, not too shabby at all. And I think when you're really looking through the resumes, if I'm looking at theirs as compared to, again, I got to go look. We'll do it tomorrow. Maybe that's the goal tomorrow, uh, Jake, is look at the teams who are in front of the Broncos who are now, you know, I am sure our playoff chances went from 3% to maybe 12 or 14% with that victory. And if they beat the Chiefs this weekend, then it probably goes to about 40%. Right. So yeah. then we're a 50-50 proposition to make the playoffs at that point. So let's get there. We will get there. Uh, we didn't beat the Chiefs yet, uh, but we'll talk about how to do it, and we'll put a game plan together to do so. And we're going to ride this high for the rest of the day, take a little bit more tomorrow and talk about it so we can feel – I want to feel like this. I want the Broncos to feel like that too. I want that locker room to be feeling like that. I want that – you know, that's the next step in the progression of, you know, coming into your own. The Bengals are doing that right before our eyes. Yeah, the Bengals have done that. They're doing that right now. So why can't the Broncos do it too a little bit? And I said uh, on the show today, and we'll go with this one. Takes a long time to build something up. You know, there's not the brick brick walls don't come already built together. Like you can get like a chunk of slab of fence. Right. And just like put the slabs of fence together. You don't have to put all the panels. Yeah. But you can't do that. With the house, it goes brick by freaking brick by mortars laying it you down. You got to pour the foundation, all that kind of stuff. And it doesn't happen overnight unless you have about one of five or six quarterbacks in the league to do that overnight. And all the other teams don't um, have one of those, and they have to do it a different way like the Broncos are doing it. And the Broncos are maybe coming in their own, whatever that might mean, whatever that might look like. And I'm here for it. I'm excited. Um, no, but, you know, does Vangio, is he a shit coach? Yeah, I probably have had enough of Fangio. Uh, will we blow this coaching staff up next year? Yeah, maybe. Will even Teddy be back next year? I think he's 50-50. Actually, maybe 60-40 to return. But all good things happening in Broncos country. Feeling really good about it. Proud of these guys almost, uh, you know, in a lot of ways. And I'm ready for Sunday night, or I will be by Sunday night when it rolls around. Right. So that's the Broncos Blitz podcast for today. Find it anywhere you can find podcasts. Listen to the radio show at milehighsports.com, 98.1 FM here in town. You can watch the show at milehighsports.com. Radio on demand tab there at milehighsports.com. Radio on demand tab will take you to podcasted versions of the show. Super easy. Go to podcast at milehighsports.com and you'll find this podcast. And other podcasts, but you won't find the radio show's podcast. So if you're looking for that, I'll let us help you with that. Jake, good job. Thank you. Appreciate you. We'll be back tomorrow with, uh, you know, another Broncos Blitz podcast. We'll do it big. Who knows what will happen in the meantime and in the, uh, the in-between time here before, uh, between now and tomorrow. Um, but go Broncos. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night.